I used to volunteer at a networking event in Hawaii and noticed that the real estate investors who were speaking at the events, I just noticed a sense of freedom uh, with the uh, real estate investors. So I just wanted, I was just curious of what do they do different? Hey there, I am Dr. Jason Ballara, and this is the Know Your Why podcast, where we explore the why behind success. Every week, I meet with real estate investors, veterinary entrepreneurs, mindset coaches, authors, and fitness professionals to uncover their why and how it drives them on the winding road to success. What is your why? Hi, everyone. I'm Jason Villar, and this is the Know Your Why podcast. Today, I'm here with Rafael Ramos. Rafael is a managing partner and co-founder of Eagle Summit Equity. He graduated Hawaii Pacific University with a finance degree and received his MBA from Hawaii Pacific University. Um, Rafael, I'm gonna I'm gonna stop there on your bio because I want to give you the chance to tell your story. But first, I'm just gonna say thank you for coming on the show today. Thank you for taking out the time. I, I appreciate uh, appreciate you taking this. Friday afternoon to come tell us your story. So um, thank you. Yeah, thank you very much, Jason. And then um, why don't we just go ahead, like I said, we'll start with your story. Tell us about yourself, your background. Uh, I know we heard about, you know, kind of got to go to school in Hawaii, but um, tell us, you know, what got you into real estate, how that, how that all, um, how that whole process worked. Oh, sure. Uh, so born and raised in Hawaii uh, and Lived in New Jersey about three years, the past um, four years ago, and just recently moved to SoCal uh, in Orange County about two years. So I've just been coast to coast um, involving the real estate investing journey. Uh, I used to volunteer at a networking event in Hawaii and noticed that the real estate investors who were speaking at the events, I just noticed a sense of freedom uh, with the uh, real estate investors. So I just wanted, I was just curious, so what do they do different? Uh, so it, it brought up just following a few real estate investors, re pick up the book, uh, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, uh, just plug into like bigger pockets and other sources of real estate investing learning. Mm -hmm. uh, fast forward, when in New Jersey, uh, Bigger pockets advice. Oh, just check out the local meetup, uh, just to uh, network. Um, being introverted myself, I uh, just push myself to uh, go to these meetups. Um, and what surprised me was my thinking of real estate investing was a single family home, and the meetup was about multifamily apartment complexes and just one on one about that area so it just blew my mind like wow you can scale um so just a different perspective um, and fast forward i was on the fence to learning single family of uh, burr um which is uh, buy uh, rehab rent refinance and repeat versus uh, multi-family apartment complexes so i just went to a conference in phoenix and then joined our mentorship program and for the last two years, just been with uh, partners and accountability groups to look into more properties going forward. Yeah, and I think that um, that story is is really, I guess, not uncommon, but 
but everybody has like their own path, right? Like we sort of, I, I think a lot of us know, um, you know, sort of vaguely about, we know real estate is good. We know about, you know, we can watch HGTV, HGTV and know that like flipping houses, people make money that way, things like that. But, but I think a lot of people don't know that, you know, sort of your, your regular people can buy apartment buildings as well. We just generally do it through the syndication model. Um, when you said uh, you, your sort of first exposure to it was in Hawaii as a, at a, at a real estate meetup, you were, you were sort of volunteering there. Is that, that kind of how that came about? Yes, it was a general general networking event. Okay. Um, and just happened that there were real estate investors speaking in the room. Uh, so that's how it started. Yeah. And I love what you said about that sort of noticing that freedom about it. Cause because I mean, ultimately, I think that is really what we're all <laughs> sort of searching for when it when we get into real estate investing is kind of what getting to that level of of freedom with our time. So that that was, you know, sort of part of your college experience, right? And then you went to um, New Jersey for, how long were you in New Jersey? About three years. I followed fiance both for work and uh, her work as well. Got it. Got it. And you continued to go to meetups, um, which which is, you mentioned, you know, sort of being introvert, which uh, I am as well, believe it or not, having a podcast. This, that was my way of forcing myself outside of the comfort zone. So I completely understand. And I, and I still, to this day, find the networking events um, challenging, challenging to, you know, sort of force myself to do it, force myself to be uh, interactive, you know, sometimes there's a, there's a, often a lot of social anxiety that goes along with with uh, being introverted and things like that. Maybe they're the same thing. I don't know. W without putting labels on it, I the, the point is I kind of understand you know that that perspective of um, being a little bit uh, probably nervous about it. But 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 you did it. You you took action. You you took those steps. Um, and so that was that New Jersey meetup was kind of your introduction to multifamily before that you had thought, you know, kind of more along the, the single family burr, uh, technique was what you were going to do. Right. Okay. And so you joined the mentorship. What, what steps did you take then? Rafael, what, what was like, you joined the mentorship and then how, how did you get involved? Cause I know you you've done uh, a deal or deals, number of deals. I know you have some um, assets. So how did you, what, what steps did you take once you joined that mentorship to kind of move to that next level? Yes. Uh, initially is uh, getting to know the the whole program, the mentors and, and the coaches, then uh, really just taking the time to absorb as much as you can uh, until it really clicks well, to help you take action and then see what blueprints uh, is provided or what value is provided through the program or coaches or even fellow students and take take the best takeaways you can and mesh it with yourself uniquely like how you can make your own unique self or or brand um, and direction um, and and goals as well and take it to the next step um, so it's si similar to like a springboard and you have like the recipe to move forward in, in some sense 
Yeah. And I love that you said you sort of, you know, made it, you, you took what you learned and, and applied it to yourself, made it, you know, sort of personal, personal, your own brand and that kind of thing. And I do think that's, that's so important. You need to be, you need to be, you know, sort of authentically yourself in, in this space, both, both because a lot of this involves, you know, dealing with investors, but also just because you want to be authentically yourself and be and that I think makes people be uh, makes makes people more comfortable in themselves what so you know there's a number of different I guess uh you could say jobs within you know syndication you know there's there's acquisition underwriting um uh capital raising asset management I mean there's there's a lot of different components to how that works and we've talked a lot about it on the show but what what do you what is your focus what do you feel like is your superpower what you know kind of what roles did you play maybe tell us about your first deal sure uh, learning about the multifamily through through mentorship and just absorbing uh, i tend to lean more toward underwriting and i think i can bring relatable skills to asset management um, as my, I do have a W-2, it's mostly working with Excel and uh, different projects and different clients on different levels internally, externally. So it's a mix of communi communication and a lot of tasks or projects um, going at the same time. So both underwriting and uh, looking forward to asset management as superpowers, while uh, communication uh, on a different level where, okay, you have so many different parties um, keeping everybody at on the same page as a coordinator. So that, I think that's my, my superpower. Yeah. And the, the coordinator is um, probably not talked about very often as, 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 you know, sort of one of the defined roles, but it's actually incredibly important. And I think, you know, oftentimes it's, the person who is the coordinator is also the, you know, doing some of the other stuff they're, they're doing the asset management or they're doing the, the underwriting or whatever the case may be, but, but there's generally someone who is sort of um, steering the ship, if you will. Um, so your, what is your W2? Do we... Oh, during the, during the day, I, I work in the health insurance industry. Uh, I help uh, quote for our large employers and um, broker uh, partners um, in the area and even nationwide as well. Sure. So your, I guess, underwriting risk and things like that, I, I'm assuming that's a part of it, but um, your experience and knowledge there in using Excel certainly does lend itself to uh, underwriting it and then the, the financial projections uh, and and management of the finances on the back end when you're talking about asset management. because. I, I think my experience is that asset management is really three pronged and it's, it's construction management. If you're taught, if you have a deal that has construction, what, you know, which most do, whether it's ground up development or, uh, you know, value add, um, that's one prong. A, third, a second prong is kind of the leasing side of things that sort of, um, resident, resident management, I guess, if you will. But I think that third prong is, is the finances, which, which ties it all together making sure that you're um, closely monitoring expenses and revenue and, and, you know, kind of uh, 
are you are you able to stick to your business plan are you having to adjust your business plan because one thing you know or another is not going exactly how you expected whether that's positive or negative you can um have the ability to make those uh adjustments along the way so is that is that kind of where you see yourself sitting is that is that what you like to do or you know is there there more uh that is i guess more to the role that's appealing to you what's your what's your take on it sure yeah i really like the three three prong approach uh it would be a mix of underwriting i really like the underwriting side um the financing and just coordinating in, in general um something that might be of interest um for an introvert uh, i i want to always learn the capital raising side as well or just be of value when uh the deal comes yeah yeah and, and i think there's you know again there's so many different ways to get involved and be provide value within each deal um tell us about your deal do you, you have i think your um bio says 210 units so what's your what's that look like what's your profile or portfolio sorry um and tell us about you know kind of your uh your maybe your first deal that you got involved with sure uh started as a passive investor um involved involving um single family uh, birds in Kansas City with a real estate investor colleague mm -hmm. uh, that um, I connected with in Hawaii. Uh, I just wanted to follow people that were like a couple steps ahead of me um, and uh, just uh, trusted what they do. Um, and they're slightly newer, but I knew who their mentors were and their circle. So uh, yeah, it took, took a time to trust what they do and know who they work with. So yeah, about I found out that it was actually three um, passive investing properties versus just one after the fact, which is nice um, sure. in Kansas City, and then and an additional um, property in Florida uh, and Airbnb. So those were passive investing on the single family side. Then uh, learning more about multifamily to start as a limited partner with uh, another colleague in Dayton. Um, so that was a limited uh, partner to get a track record, uh, know that uh, have a property on our belt, even though it's not actively managed, but it, we, we're still uh, investing in it. So that, that's on the passive journey. Um, and then fast forward uh, last, well, actually earlier this year, uh, joined an accountability group uh, with one of our other networks, uh, they wanted to really uh, get deals. So uh, there was an opportunity to uh, call general partner with uh, a fellow fund in the network and uh, pull funds together for a Phoenix property. So I was just excited for that and just learning how the, the fund level works and yeah. uh, working with team members um, on a timely matter. Um, then Fast forward, the same team, uh, we have a partner that lives in Atlanta, uh, found a multifamily complex that's uh, in, to be developed uh, in Atlanta. So that was pretty uh, nice where usually just looking at property that, that is already developed versus uh, new, new development. So that was an interesting uh, 
learning a lot of uh, due diligence, a lot of questions asked all parties, and uh, that was exciting as well. Yeah, and I, I think that's it's really a, a smart way to kind of get into the business and in you know trying a couple different things, especially as as a limited partner and and you know sort of getting that access to to understanding how it all works and then you know looking at even even uh as you're growing your portfolio you're trying out you know sort of different things different markets i think it's very smart to to you know partner with others and and figure out you know kind of maybe maybe you like maybe you like development better than anything else or maybe you know what i just kind of dialing in your strategy and, and getting the chance to figure out where you're uh what you enjoy the most, where your strengths lie, that that sort of thing. I think it's a it's a really smart way to to get going. Um, how have you felt that the uh, mentorship group and and accountability groups? How how have you felt those have have helped you? Sure. Uh, in its different senses, one was definitely keeping you accountable to what you're doing. To help align you with your goals and you're accountable to more people now with uh, fellow team members or future partners and also part of the mentorship program you're you're just learning what other people have experienced that you haven't experienced so um, just somebody you can lean on with experience and more insight like oh am i doing x right or is it in the wrong direction and more importantly just being laser focused versus just wanting to do everything at once um but just been trading ideas and questions where okay the top three important things this month get it done or this week get it yeah. done and roll it over to the next three important things no, I think that's great. Great, you know, t taking as you said before, you know, sort of taking the teachings of those groups and uh, applying them how it best fits to yourself. Rafael, what's your what's your goal? What are you, you know, kind of what do, what do you feel like the next steps are for you? What what are you trying to do here? Uh, we'll getting to the end of twenty twenty three and and into twenty twenty four. Oh sure, oh, great great question. Oh, I actually. But it took a while. I, I really wanted to get content down, like blog content, um, some social media content down, actually ending of 2022. Um, the journey was a pretty long where trying to finalize either a fellow virtual assistant or copywriter. Mm -hmm. um, I did have some challenges where, okay, uh, um, I thought I could uh, seal uh, a partnership with um, these parties um, and then cricket so uh, it, it takes patience uh, and due diligence to finding the right one but um, I'm looking forward to finalizing content on the website uh, looking forward to more um, underwriting of deals um, starting to get a groove of easily um, getting data and then having a system and more accurate so just getting used to a flow say for example you found, found a deal you put it into a pipeline either okay um either on slack or via email okay we have this deal 
um, have it done within 24 to 48 hours of prelim information. Then we review hopefully within the week. So just looking forward to just a nice system. Yeah. Um, and then next steps, um, I would like to increase the potential investor database of whether it's not committed, but just having a list of people like, oh, yeah, yes, contact me when you have a deal. But just looking forward to 2024 in, in those areas. Yeah. And I think that's, you know, sometimes people uh, get really focused on like leaving their W-2. And I think your your W two does give you a little bit of a like a cushion or uh, backstop to to allow you to work into real estate maybe a little bit slower or maybe you know because especially right now the market's a little bit slower like it's not um, deal flow is not as high as it was you know a year ago two years ago um, and so being able to use this time to as you mentioned like grow your investor database uh you know dial in your skills your systems your your processes all of that find people to partner with you know speak to brokers whatever you know create that network that you need to be successful as deal flow picks up i think it's very very smart to use you know sort of now to get those things in place because when it when it does become a you know an active or a hot market it's sometimes hard to like take the time then to put all of that into place and so it, it's a i think that's that's a the right idea the right right thing to be doing right now um the deals will come back eventually and you know people are doing them now but it, but they'll it deal flow will pick up even more i think um yes. once we feel once we feel that the debt market isn't so volatile and all of that i think it's just you know people are, are watching that closely it's, it's a very smart uh approach to take um well, Rafael, I want to get the chance to ask you the question questions I ask every guest. Um, the first one is related to the name of the show being Know Your Why. So I always like to ask everybody, what is your why? What's what's the thing that's kind of driving you? Uh, obviously, you know, for you, push, you said pushing yourself out of your comfort zone uh, as an introvert. I, I again, I, I can <laughs> relate to that very well. So um, what what is your why? What's driving you? Yes, uh, it's a mix of, of family, uh, fiance, close friends, uh, and always growing a little every day. So my my mother, she sacrificed a lot for her family and myself. Um, she's from the Philippines. And with, with my uh, father, when uh, he was alive, yeah, they, they sacrificed a lot to have other family members to um, move to the U.S., so, and yeah, just growing up, uh, watching all that, just, you, you can see uh, the hard work that they do, um, just absorbing that as a child um, and just uh, learning how to be resourceful um, for what we have. And uh, how should I say, moving forward from there uh, and then just making the best of everything with a uh, lot of uh, a lot of hope uh, to move forward and motivation. So that's one with, with family, uh, fiance. Um, in a nutshell, when we went to the uh, Phoenix Multifamily Conference, I was totally on the fence, like, sh should I even move forward with a mentorship or just continue learning? Uh, uh, she just literally pushed me like, let's sign up. Oh, <laughs> I just wanted to um, 
I was just surprised that uh, for her not knowing real estate investing too much versus myself or yourself where we absorb so much or know about real estate investing. Um, she, she was very confident to sign us up. So that why um, of believing in us and investing in us really pushed me forward to really make her investment in us work. And then next is close friends. Where I, I've had businesses before or just um, things in life that happens like personally, but when we have a close group of friends that are really uh, uh, have your back or uh, really supportive of what you do, um, that drives me as well. And uh, I would say close friends like uh, fellows, students or uh, people in the real estate investing network where they always check up on you, uh, provide value or just um, provide uh, more information that you didn't know or any way to help you do your business better. Um, those drive me. So I just really want to uh, share that with uh, the community and just push, drive it forward as well. Yeah, I love that. I love that. Family, friends, I, I think, um, yeah, the, the, the drive to um, help and improve the lives of the people around you is, is, can be uh, incredibly powerful. Um, and, and knowing that someone uh, that, you know, you love is, is believing in you <laughs> so strongly, I think is like, that's, that's a huge, that's a huge piece. But, you know, my wife, I don't even think my wife likes to hear me talk about real estate very much or as much as I do, but she, uh, she supports me and she <laughs> tolerates that uh, it's not always easy. And, and, um, and it, it just makes it, it, it makes it almost like it, it, it's part of, of, of the why, obviously, and it just makes it easier to kind of push forward and, and believe in it when you have, you have someone, you know, in your corner. So that's, that's awesome. I'm, I'm happy for you on that. Um, Raphael, tell us something about yourself that uh, isn't common knowledge, special skill, a hobby, um, just something to let the listeners know you a little bit better. Sure. Um, when I was in Hawaii, I actually played the bass guitar um, after college. And then taking a step back, I uh, played the tuba all the way from middle school. So it was a nice segue to bass guitar yeah. um, and played uh, with a few reggae bands before relocating. So that's, <laughs> that's awesome. That's, that's awesome. Yeah. Well, and, go ahead. Oh, no, no problem. Um, I'm slightly ambidextrous to uh, can use chopsticks with both hands. Oh, that's good. I can't use chopsticks with any hands. So I, <laughs> I, it's embarrassing. It's really, I, I should be able to, uh, <laughs> but I, I just have, I get frustrated because I'm so bad at it. So then I don't, I don't uh, try and, and learn, but, but um, yeah, I love, I love that, you know, sort of, I, I feel like in music, right? Like you, you learned a, an instrument in, in high school and then, and then went on to play bass guitar and what I think sometimes maybe people don't realize is like, I think music is music. And it's like, I'm always jealous of the people that started an instrument from a very early age, because now you just know music. And so you have the 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 ability to sort of transfer that to another instrument uh, is, is, I think, so, so 
I don't know if it's easier, but it's just you already have that sort of mindset to how the instrument works, coordinating, um, you know, uh, whether it's hands or hands and mouth or what, you know, whatever, depending on the instrument. But I, I think it's um, fascinating to me to know, you know, like I never had an instrument growing up. My brother, my brother played saxophone. And then later on in life, we both wanted to learn how to play guitar. And he like destroyed me in his ability to play guitar so much better than me and so much faster just from having that like background in music like it just it came naturally to him so i i i think <laughs> there's probably a lot of uh parents or kids that maybe don't love the beginning <laughs> when when learning uh, a musical instrument but i think that that skill just translates so well to you know kind of later on if, if you want to continue to learn other other instruments and just understanding music so super cool i love that um when people hear this and they want to reach out to you, what's the best way? Sure, uh, can reach me either via email, Raphael at eaglesummitequity.com. I also have two Instagrams where uh, the company Instagram, Eagle Summit Equity, or personally, Rafael Ramos, R-E-I. Okay. We'll put those in the show notes so people have them. Um, the last question for you, Rafael, what, what piece of advice would you give to someone who uh they're a little behind you they're looking to get started in real estate they hear this they're inspired by your story what would you tell them to get them started sure um i would say just stay plugged in no matter which direction you go like be consistent uh, consistent plus action and just be resource excuse me resourceful and creative um and know what cards you have and be resourceful with with them um because you have your strengths um other people have their strengths so when you align them um versus thinking about your weaknesses uh, it'll be a better mindset altogether yeah yeah i think that's i think that's great i think it is really important the, the sooner you know what your strengths are and your resource resources are the the easier it's going to be for you to grow and also find partners because then you you don't have to go to them and ask them how that how you can provide them value. You already know what your value is, and you can that's go find people with complementary strengths. So I think I think that's great, great piece of advice. Um, well, Raphael, th this was great. Um, thank you so much for coming on the show today and, and sharing your story. And um, I look forward to seeing what's next for you and, and watching you grow. So so thank you for being here today. Oh, thank you so much, Jason. Absolutely. Um, Folks uh, listening, I know you're going to love this episode. Uh, talking to Raphael was awesome. Please like, rate, and review the show so we can get more great guests like him. And thank you all for listening. Hey there, I am Dr. Jason Ballara, and this is the Know Your Why podcast, where we explore the why behind success. Every week, I meet with real estate investors, veterinary entrepreneurs, mindset coaches, authors, and fitness professionals to uncover their why and how it drives them on the winding road to success. What is your why?